Leo, what a night. Holy shit, what a night. So what? many surprises, uh, so many new announcements. Night. I don't even know where to start. So we just got done watching the Game Awards. This is like a a live review. Well, well not live. I mean, <laughs> you always do that to me. I don't like it, you know? I really don't like that you do that. Um, just try to keep you honest, man. That's all. All right. This is fresh off the Game Awards review. We just finished watching it, and Ooh. it was a time. It was a time. It was a thing. It was a good show. It was all kidding aside. Like that was that was very interesting, and I'm really excited to talk about it. All right, enough with this preamble. Let's start the show. What is up? It's episode 47, a very special Game Awards episode of the Tech Guy Games Podcast. I am your host, Tony, here with my co-host and friend, Leo. Always happy to be here. I'm always happy to have you here, sir. We just got done watching the Game Awards. It was pretty exciting. Let's, it was. Let's get some, some stuff out of the way. Let's get some of our normal podcast stuff out of the way, because this is going to be uh, all Game Awards talk for the rest of the show. So, uh Without further ado, what games have you been playing, Leo? Uh, tell well, me about know, it. It's funny, you know, of all the episodes, usually I'm like, I played Resident Evil 2 and Final Fantasy 14, but this this week I played a shitload of new games, so it's kind of funny. We don't have time you, to dive too far in, but I played The Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. No, The Outer Worlds. I'm sorry. God, it sucks That's the those other two one. games That's came out one. at the same time. It just sucks for both of them. But, yeah, The Outer Worlds. And uh, I really enjoyed what I played. I think I put in like two or three hours... Uh, I downloaded Xbox Game Pass. It's awesome, man. It's like a Fallout Light. It's super straightforward, but it's uh, you know it's funny and it's well written and it has all those mechanics and hooks that those older Fallout games have, but it's very simplified and not as like intense and sort of intimidating. Yeah. Not that Fallout Three is particularly intimidating, but sort sort of the rough edges are kind of sanded down, and it's very accessible. I actually really liked it. Um, yeah, that was fun, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to diving back in, but sadly, I don't think I'll be doing it on Xbox Game Pass. Why not? What happened to Xbox Game Pass? I just, this is probably my own personal neuroses, but I just don't like the idea of having my game save on a service I know I'm not going to use. or continue. Yeah, I, no, I don't like that either. It, that's what Especially I was like. for a big RPG. You know, it's funny with that Nintendo online service, that was one of the things where it's like, I don't want to play Final Fantasy on this. Like, are you fucking no. crazy? Like, you know, I'm not losing these saves because uh, they decided to remove it from the service. Yeah, and it's kind of sad because, like, the service is fun. I also played Gears 5 a little bit, and, uh, you know, it was cool. It was very mm-hmm. cool. Um, Made me think a lot of you of just like, this game's really good, but nobody... Nobody cares about this game. Nobody cares about that game at all. <laughs> I'll play some more. But I also played, and the game I kind of wanted to talk about was uh, the new Star Wars game. Finally. Oh, you you played some of that? Yeah, I got Gamefly, and I finally got my disc, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think it's called. So what did you think of it? It sucks. Yeah, I don't think I like it at all from watching it. I know people are hype about it, but I look at that <laughs> it, game, yeah. and I'm just like, no thanks. And I should go in saying, like, I was expecting to enjoy it. I love Uncharted and Tomb Raider. And uh, I haven't played a lot of Dark Souls, but I played a lot of Bloodborne. And the idea of combining those two sounds very cool. And in the Star Wars universe, like, I'm fucking into that concept, you know? That combination sounds really interesting. But the first problem with the game is the performance is so piss poor. Yeah, I've heard it's really bad. I'm running it on PS4 Pro. Uh, so, yeah, it, you know, it's always jarring to see 30 frames per second. 
but this wasn't even 30 man it's like it's so janky textures don't load properly it it hasn't crashed yet, but it always feels like it's about to crash. Like it you know wants what I mean? to crash, yeah. I know yeah, that you, you're like you turn around, and the camera moves too fast, and it like stutters. And you're like, oh shit, is this it? Is this is this what's gonna send my Jedi to hell? And the the way they combine all the different genres, it doesn't feel right. Like it feels very half-assed. Like they they do the level unlock system of Dark Souls and Bloodborne and other games too, but it just feels so trivial and really not well thought out it just feels like they're like oh we gotta get dark souls and star wars and smash them together and the lack of polish is really frustrating and i'm not someone who demands polish in games by any means like you know we've talked a lot about how janky games can be really fun but there's something about like a star wars game that i expect some level of polish you know yeah i'm kind of surprised uh like some of the praise i've heard that game get because it it does it seems the way you're talking about it, right? Like, when I look at that game, um, I mean, having not played it, but looking at, like, reviews and um, Twitch people playing it, it's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, kind of janky. And especially in a year where Sekiro came out and, like, it's so good and you're just like, man, like, I don't know. I don't really see the appeal, you know? Yeah. And the lack of polish is just really surprising for EA and for Star Wars. So yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed. It you know, it's still fun. It's not I wouldn't say it's a bad game. Like to people who are enjoying it. I think you could definitely casually play it. But in such a crowded, awesome game environment, it's I can't see myself continuing it. And also for a game that's like so touted on like the lightsaber play, it's it almost yeah. seems like you're not actually like it might as well just be a sword, you know, which to me is like well, like, what's the point? Like, you're not chopping dudes in half. You know, like, people take multiple yeah. hits. It's like, this isn't a lightsaber game. Like, this is a, this is a, Although, a sword game. Deflecting, deflecting lasers sure is fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's there's definitely cool stuff in it. I think it's, you know, it's fairly well written. And, like, you know, the Star Wars universe is always kind of a fun place to play around in. And I think now that the the license access is so strict and always have to be, has to be kind of overseen, I think it's, you know, as a Star Wars game... It's probably pretty good, but it and, it and it's just so video gamey, for lack of a better word. Like it is the level design and everything about it just feels like, oh, this was clearly designed as a video game. There's no immersion whatsoever. It fe- almost feels like an arcade game, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, that does make sense, and uh, yeah, I, it just seems. It just doesn't seem very good to me. Uh, is, there anything else, <laughs> is there anything else you've been playing? Uh, this yeah, week? I played a little bit. I played a bunch of stuff, but I'll keep it short. I played a little bit of Halo Reach, which was actually very interesting. Uh, I didn't play the multiplayer, but I played the campaign a bit. And uh, I was surprised by how much I actually enjoyed it. I think it's hard to play because it is all like the lack of iron sights or being able to aim down your gun. That alone is so strange and foreign at this point. It feels very old when you get to stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like, like oh, does. wow, this is a, a long time ago. Yeah, you're like, well, it seems very simple. Even like the default like keybinds, you're like, oh, this is mm-hmm. this feels kind of icky, you know, like. Yeah. But there is something cool about Halo. Like they I do think they do a really good job of making the sort of very serious military shooter that all takes place in space and uh, there's something very charming about it. I'm definitely looking forward to dipping back into the old Halos as they continue to release them. Um, I think I played a bunch of other games too, but those were the main ones I wanted to talk about. Those were the big ones. Yeah, it was a, it was it was fun playing all these different games. But did, what did you play? Uh, did you get around to anything new? I, I did, but I'll keep it pretty concise. I actually played some Pokemon, uh, some Pokemon Sword. What? Yeah, 
It's a, uh, it's cool. It's Pokemon. The mom is really cute. I'll give you that. It's, I'm such a boomer. I'm like, man, the mom in this game is kind of cute. But uh, I played some of that. <laughs> That's it's, how you know you're getting old. You're like, oh man, she seems like a really responsible. Yeah, like she's a nice, really nice like, lady. Cool. Like, yeah, wow. She really takes care, good care of her kids. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> there's no dad in the picture. Like, what's going on? Um, yeah. But. Uh, but so I played some Pokemon uh, Sword. It's fine. I mean, it's just. It's those. I don't know if those games are supposed to be so easy, but it's so easy that it's, it's almost like I don't know. I don't, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't seem very fun to me, but I guess. That's well, it's what, an interesting. That's where you get into like the end game, right, of competition. Because if you're playing against real people, it's not so easy. Yeah, but the end game's not the fucking you know twenty five hour RPG, right? No, like you got to play this whole thing just one shotting everything and walking yeah. around, and you're just like, oh, this is kind of lame. It's a, it's uh, a kids game. Yeah, I guess. It's a kid's uh, game with like a really highly polished competitive aspect, which is kind of unique and interesting. And strange. Um, yeah. What else did I play? I, I played Modern Warfare. I always play Modern Warfare. Uh, I love Modern Warfare. It's very good. Um, it is good. And I played a bunch of League of Legends. Um, I don't know. Did we talk about Clash last week? I don't, I, think, I don't so. think we did. So Clash is like this competitive mode. No, we didn't because it was on the weekend. Um, Clash is like this bracket mode that they have been testing for years, basically, that never really seems to come out. But it was last weekend. Hmm. And we played on Saturday and we got our asses kicked. We went 0-3. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it didn't go very good. They basically put you in a bracket. They take your, all your team's skill. They kind of put you in a tier. And then they put you in like a, a eight-team bracket. But then we played on Sunday and we won our clash bracket, so I was very excited about it. Uh, I was pretty pumped up, uh, so that was really fun. Um, I'm trying to think if I played anything else uh, interesting. Um, oh, I, you know, I, you know, I did play. I've been playing some Dauntless on Switch. Oh, because that launched on Switch. Um, mm-hmm. Don't play that game on Switch. That's my advice. That's a that's the advice for most games that are on other consoles. It runs so bad, like it's really terrible it's it's hard i mean i feel like switch games in general kind of run bad but this this is really crummy i feel like just it's it's hard to play at times you know and i don't know i just don't i don't get it i guess it's one of those things where if you know and again we're kind of divorced from this concept but we've talked about this before if you only have a switch then it's awesome you get to play dauntless in fortnite if you have any other console and you played Dauntless or Fortnite, you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is fifty times better." You know, it's funny. Or The Witcher. Like, I um I streamed Modern Warfare uh, today, nice. and uh, to get it to stream, I have to I have to basically lock the frame rate down, like because I don't know the game's got CPU issues, so I locked mm-hmm. the frame rate at sixty frames. And for the first like forty minutes of streaming, I was just like, I can't deal with like this is unmanageable. Like, this looks so bad. <laughs> And then I got used to it, which was even like worse. Like it made me feel so bad about myself that I was like used to the sixty frames. Um, <laughs> then you but, go back and you're like, it's so fast. Yeah, how is it so fast? But uh, but yeah, it's a, just a funny anecdote about frame rate. Uh, it is funny, and we're such PC snobs on this show. But I don't know, man. Like if you're gonna experience a game, it's good to experience it the way it was meant to be. Uh, the only other thing I also I played is a bunch of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I mean, I guess we'll skip the Final Fantasy XIV or XV today since we're going to be game awardsing it up. But uh, I love the music in that game. It's so good. It's like I, I started listening to the soundtrack so this week a lot. Like, 
because uh, I heard some of the songs like just in passing. Um, and that game is great. I'm 75 now. I'm almost through Shadowbringers. Or I'd say I'm like halfway through Shadowbringers, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, although those, I feel like all the expansions really start to pick up in the second half. You know, like they kind of yeah. go fast as you get through it. Uh, so I'm working my way through that. And uh, yeah, it's a, just a great game. I love that game. It's so good. It is fun. I, I played a little bit. I'll tell you about it, but I'll keep it quick too. I finally unlocked a flying mount because I was trying to save this fucking cat that was on a roof. Mm. And there's no way to do it unless you have a flying mount. So I finally did it, and it's pretty stupid, but it was kind of funny. My like big ice wolf was like running through the air and soaring. It's cool because you get to fly. It's cool, but it is very irritating the way they implemented it. I don't like that at all. But yeah, I never really take the time to like. Yeah, it's yeah. way too much work for. And like you said earlier on, by the time you can unlock that, you were you already done with the area. Yeah, you don't but need I'm it. moving through Heavensward. I think I'm pretty much at the end. I'm level 78, I think. Or, I'm sorry, 58. You were, you were scared for a second there, huh? Yeah, I was terrified. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm almost done. I think I could probably grind it through maybe this weekend. Yeah, get it done, man. I'm excited to see what you think about it. Yeah. No, it's, it's an amazing game. Because I love talking Final Fantasy. Well, we didn't get to hear a lot of that tonight, but anyway. Well, we got, we'll we got big things to talk about tonight, okay? Yeah. The people came here to hear about the Game Awards. So that's what we're going to talk to them about. What an evening of surprises <laughs> and... Uh, reveals? Reveals. Uh, I think, first and foremost... Characters? I think we should talk about reveals first, okay? Okay, that makes um, sense to me. I took some notes on stuff. Uh, Normal Her- no More Heroes 3 trailer came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that actually looked pretty cool, considering the second one was not as cool. Uh, I thought this looked more interesting. I don't know what the gameplay is going to be like, but I thought that looked pretty neat. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer that will be out in March, the end of March next year. Yeah, it's funny. The more oh, We've talked about this, but the more I see that game, the less interested I am, and I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah, I'm not interested in it either, but... Uh, this trailer, I, w- I went in with an open mind, and, and when I was done, I was like, fuck, no, please, I, I have I think no Bar- desire to play I it. think Barrett sounds so stupid. I think all the voice acting sounds pretty stupid. And again, yeah. I have no problem with bad voice acting, but there's something about like the way it's presented in that game. Yeah, I think Barrett was especially dumb in that trailer. Yeah, and but, Cloud sounds yeah. dumb. Like, Cloud dumbass. is dumb, though. Like the yeah, that's protagon- true, that's fair. He the is protagonists are always dumb, so that's kind of a passable to me. Um <laughs> The next big announcement we saw, it was the Xbox Series X. Yeah, so this I think was probably one of the highlights, and the fact, for me at least, the fact they dropped it so early on was pretty exciting. What did you think about that? Uh, I thought it was cool. I thought the name was bad. It's an extremely bad name. I think the I don't console know what the fuck's going on over there. I don't know. But either. their names are so piss poor. I think the console looks good. I think the design yeah. kind of sucks though for like usability, right? It's basically like a small PC tower. Yeah. It's like um, an MSI Trident or like a MacBook Pro, I guess. I just I think it's fine for people that want to put it on their desk. I just don't think it's a very good entertainment center console. You know what I mean? Well, I think uh, the idea is the whole the whole change is yeah, you put it next to your TV, right? It's like the one thing you need. And if they can manage to fill that, it kind of makes sense. I it's think that's just very like, wishful. I think that's kind of what they wanted to do with the Xbox yeah. One and failed. But they had a whole ge- they had a whole generation to learn from it. I think that's what they're going for, which is why they went in that direction. I just don't think that's worked for anybody. And I think everyone's try- been trying to be that for a long time, 
And I think the audience has constantly demanded that they want more devices, right? Like, yeah, I think the success of the Switch shows that. Like, you know, I think that's why people thought no one wanted handhelds, right? They're like, oh, people just want to use their phones to play games. And it's like, no, people like playing on handheld. People love the Switch. People love consoles, you know, like, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I don't know. I, I'm an Xbox hater, I guess, right? So I'm not like the best person to ask about this. But between the the build of the console itself and having Hellblade 2 be the uh, kind of title you show right after it, I was a bit underwhelmed, right? I think Hellblade 2 looks cool. Don't get me wrong. I think that's, Yeah, that was a cool trailer. I think I was, it's a cool I, I really trailer. I enjoyed that trailer a lot. For a cool looking game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... It was a marginally popular game, uh, you know, like help uh, Sinuous Sacrifice. Yeah. Um, it it looked cooler than it played. You know, I think like the the actual yeah. puzzle elements in that game were bad, like in the original Hellblade. Um, I think the environment was very good. I think the art was very good. I think the style was very good. I think the actual gameplay in that game was not good in Hellblade. But it's a it sure is an excellent showcase for a brand new consoles you know technological chops yeah which is probably why they went with it and also they're showing off hey we got first party now yeah that's what i mean i think as a showing of look we've got first party it's pretty weak right like it's not it didn't like wow me to be like oh they got oh it's the new hellblade right like if i saw a new horizon zero dawn trailer i'd be like holy shit right no i agree it was a I, I, and again, no disrespect to Hellblade, which I think was really a remarkable, awesome game. But yeah, yeah having that be kind of your forefront is uh, kind of a strange choice. And, you know, and for we also have to remember, like, the context that Hellblade arrived in, it was, you know, big, almost an indie game. You know, like, Ninja Theory yeah. wasn't, isn't like a massive studio. Like, right. it was very much an indie game that was extremely impressive and kind of wowed a lot of people. But, you know, it wasn't this, like, uh, franchise builder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, so to me, it was kind of interesting to see them kind of parade that out. as like, look at the first party stuff we're making. It um, was, yeah. It was very surprising. One of the one of the many surprises of the evening. Yeah, in comparison to what Sony kind of likes to show when they're like, look at our first party. And it's very uh, big, you know. Well, not to get ahead of ourselves, but the lack of Sony was kind of interesting throughout this whole thing. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was interesting. I mean, I think patience has kind of been their virtue. Um, you know, I think they were still pushing a lot of PS4 stuff. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. you saw a lot of, like some PSVR stuff. Uh, I mean, there was Ghost of Tsushima, but yeah. Um, but yeah, there wasn't a ton of Sony uh, that popped up. Um, let me see what else I have on my list. I honestly did not take very good notes, so. Uh, no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't either, but I, I remember a lot of it. We can bounce around. So, Joker's coming to Mortal Kombat was the next one I pulled. Yeah. Which is cool. That was kind of, uh, yeah. yeah, not a huge surprise, given yeah. Netherrealm and Injustice. But yeah, that, that looked like fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Bravely Default 2 got announced for the Switch. Yeah, that was cool. That was a game I played the shit out of the original. Uh, back when I used to take the train to work, I played that game a lot. And I loved it. I thought it was really cutting edge in a lot of ways that a lot of JRPGs have copied now. Yeah, it's so. funny. The people I was watching him with were like, what is this? Because they're all PC gamers. Yeah. I'm like, Bravely Default's huge. Like, how do you not know what Bravely Default is? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I feel like the audience felt the same way at the Game Awards. I feel like it got almost no pop. Uh, the Apex Christmas event launches. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was 
cringy as uh, anything I've seen in a long time. You thought so? The whole the thing with the, the mirage? mirage? Yeah. Uh, I and thought, I thought uh, the model looked really bad. Like, not just the Christmas model. I thought the actual model they used for Mirage looked very... Yeah. Uh, it just didn't look very good. I thought it was... Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I find a, I, I take all this shit with kind of a huge grain of salt. Although, I, yeah, well, we can talk about that later. But there were, some, there were some moments here that did make me cringe pretty intensely. But not most of it was not from the actual Game Awards, which was admittedly, you know, kind of silly and... It was a lot less cringy than I thought it would be, let me put it that way. Compared to like the Oscars or other sort of comparable awards, it felt surprisingly quick-moving and very well-executed. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was like, well Technologically, really, there was hardly any issues. And even the one or two issues that did happen were fine. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so I don't have a whole lot more announcements. A New World, uh, May 2020, that's the Amazon game. Yeah. Uh, I think that actually looks cool. Like, I'm actually excited to play that game. I think it looks really neat. There was no gameplay, though, was there? Uh, no, but a lot of people have been playing the alpha and stuff. Like, there's been a lot of gameplay in the wild. Um, and people like it, so I'm uh, I'm ready to see more. There was that new um, Gearbox game called Godfall. Oh, Godfall, yeah. That's the PS5 game. Yeah, and that was kind of fun. That, that was the only sort of hint towards PS5 is... Uh... It was kind of odd. They're like, yeah, PlayStation 5. Anyway, moving on. We're not talking about that anymore. Yeah. This entire thing. Well, yeah, I know. And it was like just a... I mean, I think the trailer looked nice, but it was just a CG trailer. So we didn't really yeah. like get to know anything. I like the slasher shooter as a genre. It looks pretty... Like, sounds fun. Yeah. But uh, what that actually means, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Um, Fast and Furious game that looks like hot dog shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, we... Yeah, I don't know if we want to go to the end of it already, but the way they ended the whole thing was very odd. Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, what a well, strange well, note to go out on. We won't talk about the winner, but it was just like, yeah, the Fast and Furious thing was very strange. So yeah, they all around. So yeah, at the ending, they announced the Fast and Furious game and has this very bad trailer. Uh, it looked really yeah, bad, like and remarkably then bad. Vin Diesel does this thing where he's like. Talks about being gamers with, uh, I, what's her name? The Michelle Rodriguez. Letty, yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. And they're like, yeah, we're gamers. And then he's like going to cry when he's announcing the winner. He's like, he, I, it was, I don't know. It was very strange. It was super, It, was, it that was very cringe. That was another very cringe moment. Um, yeah, the only other moment I found extremely cringy was uh, when Green Day flipped off the camera. Uh, yeah, it was to show funny. how punk rock they were. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh man, like that's so weak. Like, but... I, f- I found I found the cringiest moments of the entire event were the Stadia commercials. Oh, they made me so, so upset, bad. and was just like, and and I, I was a, a few of the commercials. I was comparing it the Stadia commercials to the Nintendo commercials because the Stadia commercials were trying so so hard, and the Nintendo commercials were like, hey, we have a lot of really good games on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Was this, was this like their moment to sell a Plague's Tale? Because and that I, commercial well, yeah. played so many times. I know. And I was happy to see that because I fucking love that game. That game I know was you so like good. It and it was nice to see it getting a little bit of love. But yeah, that was sort of odd. It was like it was like they saved all of their budget. And then so many Magic the Gathering commercials. So many Magic. Yeah, Way I don't too understand many. Like too how that. Too many. Like the. Whoever merchandised the ads on this, like. Yeah, they made some odd choices. Um, and they were 
they I feel like they let the vendors dictate the like the flow of the advertising more than they kind of presented like this is what we're gonna do with the advertising. And so you had these very strange like runs of a plague's tale showing multiple times and um yeah. and yeah, these weird magic the gathering long trailers that didn't make sense and um you know, you just run into these stadia commercials and these so annoying terrible stadium commercials that aren't really true like they're showing like all these that things was stadia the does thing. that doesn't really do even that. if it did that stuff it would be annoying but yeah. the fact it was essentially lying is even more frustrating all right now we're going to go through the winners are you ready for this i mean i i think so is there any other announcements i missed that you want to talk about I'm sure there were some other ones that were kind of here or there, but I'm sure yeah, there I were too. I took, I tried to take notes on the things I wanted to mention, but I'm sure there was other stuff that I just because yeah. I was chatting with friends the whole time. Uh, yeah, same. I was actually playing Final Fantasy for the first like 20 minutes, and then I actually stopped and got into it and full screened it, and I was like, "Hey, that's a that's a good compliment." Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so the Player's Choice Award, Fire Emblem Three Houses winner. I think that's good. I think that's a good choice. Totally, I agree. Uh, best esports host? Do we care? It's FG Jacques Deporter. Uh, I think you, I think you really nailed that pronunciation. Thank you. Uh, best, you really got it. Best esports coach: Danny Zonic Sorensen. The O has a line through it, so I bet I read that wrong. Uh, yeah, he's it's from CS. He's from CS:GO. Uh, best esport event. So the competitors were 2019 Overwatch Finals. Evo 2019 Fortnite World Cup, IEM Katawis, uh, the International, and then the winner was the League of Legends World Championship. They so, should have given it to the the Game Awards. <laughs> the well, 2019 Game Awards are like, what? If only. <laughs> um, best esports team, uh, G2 Esports. Um, I don't know, G2 is huge. They are pretty much win at everything. Uh, best esports player, uh, Kyle Buga. Buga. Yeah, he was cute. I didn't know anything about him, but yeah. it was, you know, he's he was a sweet little, sweet sweet little Fortnite boy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and it is always just shocking, again, as fucking boomers to see. I was like, damn, this dude's like 18, talking to Stephen Curry. Like, that's cool. I think Faker should have won, but I think Faker should have won every year. Yeah, so. I don't know anything about any of these people, so. Faker's like the most famous, like, league player. Like, he's extremely famous internationally, like, crazy famous. Um, well, if he was that famous, I would have heard of him. Tony. I bet you kind of... I bet you have, actually. <laughs> I'm I sure guess, you're right. At some level, I bet you have heard of him. Um, you right. Best esports game, it was CSGO, Dota, Fortnite, and Overwatch. League of Legends won that as well. A lot of league hype today. I mean, uh, there were two league announcements, too, which we didn't talk about. I don't really care. Oh, God. Uh, those, we, were, those were kind of cringy, too, actually, just in, were in terms cringy. of like what we discussed last week about this whole thing seems fucking lame. This did very little to dispel that. Yeah, and then just having the dude up there talking about it. And the trailers weren't exciting. No, it was just like animatics. And, yeah. And, yeah, that was really annoying, actually. Content creator of the year. Uh, Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, Greg Grefke. And Shroud, Shroud won. I was actually surprised Ewok did it win. You know who Ewok is? Well, I didn't know about... Is she the one who was in... Yeah, the deaf, the deaf girl. In the, yeah, she was cool. Like, that little thing. I was like, oh, that's awesome. But I know I knew nothing about her. The yeah. only one I'd heard of was Shroud. So. I hadn't heard of Ewok until she joined FaZe Clan, and I started seeing a lot of stuff about her. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I think that... Uh, 
it's just very exciting to see someone kind of overcome, uh, you know, any kind of uh, less abled, you know. Yeah. Uh, she's deaf. And, right. uh, and just kind of succeed, right? And it seems like that's kind of what she's doing. And uh, it's just, it's so empowering. It's a great story. I kind of was It is. And the fact it. that she's like a young woman was very, it was very cool. When I saw that, I was like, whoa, that is fucking cool. Like, I definitely would watch her stream for sure. Yeah, I can and only I wish, imagine. I wish it wasn't Fortnite, just because I don't follow Fortnite. But that's yeah. badass. I love that. I can only imagine. I mean, I think all young people, I think all people, like, have so much insecurity and things that you know they feel like they can't succeed because of and to see this young girl especially if you're a young girl right to see mm-hmm. someone that's like you that has struggles that has a very uh visible kind of uh disability uh kind of succeed like it's very empowering it feels good i think it's just exciting to see her do so well um oh, totally but shroud is winning awesome i think here and i think shroud's great so i have no disrespect to shroud i think he's really good and i think he's great at what he does so, why do you think show. he won? I don't know anything about him either, other than that he's famous. But why do you think he, he won? Because he's yeah. huge. Is that all it was? Yeah, he's so good at games, man. He's so good at shooters. It's crazy. Like he is an, another level compared to anyone I've seen. Like I guess you see like CS:GO like pros sometimes pull off crazy plays and like, oh, this is crazy. This guy's nuts. Like Shroud just plays everything and is amazing at it in a way mm-hmm. that like I've never. You know, after watching a lot of people stream and seeing like the the ninjas and the Doctor Disrespects and all this, and then watching Shroud just play everything and just be like a, a fucking maniac is crazy. Yeah, um, he's just he's like the Michael Jordan of in some video ways. Games. You know, uh, I'm sure there's pros that are better than him at their specific game, but he just seems like to be the Renaissance man. That uh, is so cool. Yeah, uh, fresh indie game presented by Subway. Uh, yeah, that was so rough, man. It was so cool. It was like fresh eating it presented by Subway. Why? Yeah, and they parade Reggie out there. Uh, so, House House for Untitled Goose Game, uh, Mega Crit for Slay the Spire. I don't know why they put the developer first. Uh, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds, Dead Toast for My Friend Pedro, Nomada Studio for Gris, and the winner was Z-A-U-M for Disco Elysium. This game got a lot of praise in the Game yeah. Awards. Uh, now I really need to play it. I wasn't surprised that it won. It, like, even from what I saw, I think I talked about it. I didn't particularly connect with the writing style. I didn't find it. It's not really my style. But you can immediately tell as soon as you turn that game on, it is something special. Like, mm. it is new, and it's clearly a labor of great creative love. So even the fact it didn't connect with me personally, I totally get why it got the love it did, and I'm kind of happy. And and they were so sweet when they went up there. I thought um, so, too. Yeah, I thought they did yeah. a really good job. Uh, they seemed very charming. Yeah. And uh, they're small. You know, they're like they're all small, I suppose. But, like, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was cool that the game... I was wondering if they were going to give it to Goose Game just because it, so, it made such a huge impact on, like, the zeitgeist, but... And the Goose Game is awesome, but I don't think it's quite the necessarily the creative endeavor. It's and not the really sheer good. Of, like, you know what I mean? Like it's it's good, but it's, it's not like good. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Disco Elysium is like a clearly very deep work of huge creative, uh, you know, effort. And Goose Game is awesome, but it's much more sort of charming. So here's the first one I had beef with: best multiplayer game. Um, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, Division 2, and the winner, Apex Legends. Well, yeah, you know, it was funny watching these because I, I couldn't help but think of you. I played the Division 2 a lot, but obviously I, that wasn't going to win. I played a lot of Modern Warfare. 
Uh, I thought that might have won. I'm not yeah. hugely surprised Apex won just because I haven't had the opportunity to get a bunch of awards, and they did make such a huge splash. I'm not surprised they they clean this one up. But you actually played a lot of all of these games, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I'm not hugely surprised Apex won. I thought Call of Duty was the shoe in. I thought Tetris 99 was like the dark horse interesting choice, right? Because um, yeah. Tetris 99 is amazing and huge. It's cool they nominated it. It is cool they nominated it. Um, I mean, I think Apex is fine. I think it's a good game. Um, I just yeah, don't. Feel... You've played a lot of Apex. I have played a lot of Apex. I mean, at this point, I might say I, I might play have played more Modern Warfare because I played so much since it came yeah. out. Um, but that's kind of what I mean, you know. Like I, I think uh, Apex has just had its. It just isn't. I mean, maybe it's because it's just the time of year, right? If it was early in the year, I might feel differently and have something different to say about it, because I'd still be kind of hot for Apex. But that love affair is fucking dried up so much that I'm just not like. You're still mad about that money they took. It's not even no, and they didn't take my money, and I'm not. <laughs> no, mad. you're right. You're right. You're right. They and didn't. I'm not mad about what they've done. Like I just, uh, you know, it's just the the honeymoon has just died off, and I'm just so like, eh, it's whatever, it's fine. You know, like I can jump into a game. It's not. It's funny. I watched somebody play Modern Warfare. I watched somebody play Tetris 99. Um, in some ways, I watched people play Division 2, and I want to play those games, right? Yeah. When I watch people play Apex, I'm just like, yeah, it's fucking whatever. You know, like, I just don't feel drawn to it in that way that um, some of these other games kind of make me eager to play them, just seeing them in action. Uh, I was definitely hugely turned off by the winter event. Um thing that they did that apex did not necessarily because i thought the mirage thing was bad i think it was kind of stupid but it was like it was fine but just the way like you've said in the past like i think just it's ugly like the skins are ugly so ugly it just doesn't look like a fun it looks like a shitty combination of like fortnite and uh i don't know overwatch i guess but like in a really i don't know and I, I liked it when I first played it. It was really cool when, at launch. But there's something about the way they're marketing and like the choices they're making. And part of it might be talking to you about their monetization models and the weird mistakes they've made. But I'm just not. I have zero desire to play Apex Legends at all. Yeah, I used to think a lot of the Overwatch skins were ugly, but that was before I saw the Apex skins. And now I'm like, Overwatch skins are fine. Overwatch skins are awesome. This Some of round, them are awesome. This round was rough at the winter one. Like it wasn't great, but. Overwatch has six skins. I feel like Overwatch always has a couple winners and a lot of losers whenever they release a. Well, what's a game that always has incredible skins? Um, none. I would say honestly, Fortnite skins are really good. That's they're fair. Dumb. I, again, like they're I don't, silly. I don't like because they're all but... silly. Like you might have like a dinosaur suit on. You might be a hot dog. You know what I mean? Like I think that's fun because in any context, it's like I, I feel like being a hot dog today. You know, like. <laughs> Like I can see the I can, today's a today's a hot dog day. I can see the sure. draw on that. There's no reason I'd ever want to be Nutcracker Mirage. You know what yeah. I mean? Not in a million years. Like there's just nothing in my mind that would be like, oh, I gotta play that that Nutcracker skin. That shit's sick. Well, like, even even and again, not to say this is I'm not trying to accuse them of anything, but every single skin I saw in Apex is a skin that Overwatch had already done and much better. Yeah. Yeah, Everything, the Nutcracker skin, the Elf skin, all that shit had been done already. It was weird to see it like so flagrantly um, not taken, probably. I'm sure it wasn't connected, but it was very very uninspired, I guess. So we agree Apex is trash. <laughs> well, all right, best I, I racing game, uh, Dirt Rally 2.0. Yeah, uh, this was a fun category. It was just like, what? Pro Evolution Soccer, uh, F1 2019, and FIFA 
the winner being Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Uh, yeah, which I heard was fun. Yeah, I think that's a cool choice. Uh, I heard it was fun too. Um, and uh, I'm glad it wasn't FIFA. <laughs> that's kind of my takeaway from that one. Yeah. Uh, best strategy game. Yeah, uh, this seemed like an obvious. Like I, this was one of the, the the many where I was like, yeah, we already know this one. You don't even need to bother. This is one where I was talking to people that weren't Nintendo people. And none of them said Fire Emblem. And I immediately was like, oh, Fire Emblem's going to win. And they're just like, what? And then, of course. Uh, yeah, Fire, Fire Emblem was awesome. Age of Wonders Planetfall, Anno 1800, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropico 6, Wargroove, and the winner, Fire Emblem Three Houses. And to be fair, Fire Emblem's the only one I played, and I'm sure the other ones are great. This is a good example of I'm not like a strategy guy. But to me, it just seemed like eh, everyone was talking about Fire Emblem for a reason. It's yeah, Fire Emblem, awesome. Fire Emblem was huge. Like, you can't... Yeah can't deny yeah and uh next was the nintendo category best family game everything yeah, that was, was pretty funny. everything was nintendo uh ring fit adventure super mario maker 2 super smash Bros. ultimate yoshi's crafted world and luigi's mansion 3 uh was the winner yeah that was my guess but i i wouldn't have been surprised like that could have gone a few ways yeah i i was my guess as well but i thought uh i thought mario maker 2 would actually get it but Really? I uh, didn't think so at that all. That was kind it of my dark like, horse was Mario Maker 2. Yeah, it just seemed like that's sort of a... It's not re- really... I mean, it is a game, of course, but it's sort of out there, you know, in terms of concept. Uh, the real slam dunk in my mind was the next category, Best Fighting Game. Yeah, I was frustrated by that because, you know, of course, I wanted Mortal Kombat to win just because I'm a... Yeah, Mortal I knew. Mortal Kombat apologist, but yeah, I immediately was like, yeah, it's Smash, obviously. Smash had to have its time. Right. But Dead or, the fact Dead or Alive 6 even got nominated showed like there was some slim pickings this year. Well, Jump Force got nominated. So yeah, Dead or I Alive forgot 6, that even existed. Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Sam showed, Samurai Showdown. I shouldn't say Sam showed. No one will know what I'm talking about. Uh, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was the winner. Uh, that one you definitely could tell. Like it, That game was going to get its props somewhere. Um, yeah, totally. I will say, like... I didn't think it was going to win Game of the Year, but hearing the music played when they did the music yeah. thing, I was like, wow, this is fucking dope. This music is good. Like, I agree. I was, that, so, I was so into I, it. I had the same reaction when they started playing. I was like, oh, Smash. And then the music, I was like, god damn, this game has some good music. And just the volume of music in that game, right? So, but not so the sound volume, but the sheer amount. Amount, yeah. It's, it's a huge amount that fits on that little cartridge. Best RPG was the next category. This one, we got robbed. All right, I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Where were the 3, nominees? Monster Hunter yeah. World, Outer Worlds, Final Fantasy 14, and the winner, Disco Elysium. Rest in peace, Final yeah. Fantasy 14. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, well, we can get into this when we talk about the multiplayer, or the continue, or the whatever best supported game, or whatever it was. I think Disco Elysium probably is a better role-playing game in the strictest definition of the word. Of like, you get to choose your own life. How many jobs does it have? <laughs> I don't know. A lot, I think. Is Actually, no. It? I think you're just a police officer, no matter what. Can you be? A, can you cast cards above your head that affect battle? I think so. Can you be a bunny girl? Yes. Oh man, I gotta play Disco Elysium. This sounds amazing. <laughs> No, I mean, I think, I think as a again, I, the the whole concept of role playing game, right? It's changed so much. Like Pokemon's an RPG, right? By some 
by some metric, but that doesn't seem right. And I think I think as a pure in terms of like old school, you know, Baldur's Gate or Icewind Dale or, or Torment's probably a better analogy. I think this is like a revolutionary RPG in a lot of ways from what I've seen of it. So I'm not I'm not mad that it won, even though my my dearest friend got robbed. I don't think you're a real fan. Oh, I'm a fan. You just look at the hours log and you'll see. Alright, our next category is Best Action Adventure Game. Uh, Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, The Legends of Zelda Lake's Awakening, and our winner, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, I mean, that's a solid category, I will say. Every single one of those games other than Borderlands, I played and Control. <laughs> I played and adored deeply. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm not... I, I, I'm not mad Sekiro on because, as again, as far as like strictly defining what an action game is, it seems like it's probably the best action game, right? Like talk by about far, action. by far the best action game. Um, so I'm not mad about it. Although we'll talk. That more was the about... only category I thought Resident Evil Two might have gotten anything. Yeah, I mean we'll talk more about Sekiro later, so we can yeah we can jump through this one. Wait, spoiler, why? Spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> best action game. Uh, this one I was pretty excited for. This one I called, and everyone was like, no, that's not going to win. Uh, the nominees were Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Gears 5, Metro Exodus, and our winner, Devil May Cry 5. That was cool. I was not expecting that. I thought it would go Modern Warfare. Um, it was nice to see Astral Chain get the nom, too. Obviously, it wasn't yeah. going to win, but it was cool. Like, I think that game definitely deserves some love, so... I think, like, if you take 2019 and you say action game, like, Devil May Cry 5 is action game right like yeah no it's totally it's like the personified it's the most actiony action it's like what bayonetta was a couple years ago yeah these other games all like have action but they're not what devil may cry 5 is like it is action it is a game very pure (laughs) yeah it is the most pure real action game that anyone could ever play and uh i'm i'm so glad it won uh i totally agree with that it's yeah. like the most, yeah. It's just so over top. We we love we love Devil May Cry around here. I love everything about DM, DMC Five. I love the people. I love the game. Did you like the ending that you got to? I love the ending that I got to. I got made my own <laughs> ending. Okay. I write Devil May Cry fanfic, and that's where I found the ending. Oh, I'd actually be very interested in reading that. I'll send you some over. I can't share it on the show. It's a little. Uh, that's fair. It's a little. It's adult. a little after hours. Yeah, it's after hours. Uh, <laughs> best VR AR game. Uh, Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe, and the winner, Beat Saber. I feel like yeah, that was just like a, a... Yeah, it just seems like, like a sales play. One. You know what I mean? Like, it's the most popular VR game there is, so... And it is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's fun. I, I wish I liked VR more. Let's just put it that way. But Beat Saber, even, like, Beat Saber is the most accessible VR experience you could possibly have. Yeah, it's fun. Beat Saber is awesome. I still don't want to play more than 15 minutes of it, but it's fun. You know? Well, now that there's a bunch of Green Day songs, maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll really get sucked in. Finally, I can play all of Dookie on fucking Beat Saber. <laughs> uh, is, that, is there a flipping off animation you can do while you're playing it? Yeah, you just hold up the stick. Oh, thank God. This one was... Uh, <laughs> this one, for some reason, I was not happy about. Best community support? Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends, Final Fantasy XIV... Fortnite, Rainbow Six Siege, and the winner, Destiny 2. 
Yeah, that pissed me off. That should have clearly been Final Fantasy, or probably more realistically, it should have been Siege. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Siege. I mean, my yeah. I hoped for Final Fantasy. Uh, I expected Siege to win. Having Luke Smith up there, like Mister yeah. Throw Your Money at the Fucking Screen, being the yeah. community support guy, was just like. Uh, I agree. I, f- I found this one probably more troubling than almost any other one. So did I. Like, off. everything about it just was like, fuck this, man. Like, and it and was. Was, it just. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just saying it was first. Like, you know what I mean? And I was just like, this whole Game Awards is going to be bullshit. Like, just from this getting announced. It made me, like, upset. Yeah. Maybe it's good they did it early on because, you know, it only got better from there. But yeah, that. That really pissed me off. It should have. It should. It really should have been Siege. I mean, Final Fantasy's the best, obviously, but I don't know if their community support's necessarily that good. But you know, I've talked to like the director of Siege, and the level they put in of just like feedback is unlike anything I've ever seen. I don't even play Siege, but it feels like if if that game deserves anything, it's like, hey, they listen to their players. Yeah, it's uh. It's weird. I mean, this felt like a, we got to give Destiny two something moment, you know? Like, why? Why though? I don't know why. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand what it is. I mean, maybe it's because Activision didn't win anything. Well, I guess Modern Warfare won something, right? Uh, yeah. What did sound they? design? Oh yeah, which I totally agree with. Yeah. So, um, I mean, maybe they felt like Activision just wasn't getting their due, or you know. I mean, I guess it's not even Activision anymore, though. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that I was weird. I don't understand what, why this got made. This decision was made. I feel like it seemed very out of touch. I feel like this is like, I'll be honest. I feel like this is because players don't vote in these things, right? It's a yeah. community support award decided by games journalists, and. Uh, but even that, like, how did Destiny 2 end up in there? I that's your people. It. You're a games journalist, bro. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like, wh- what? Yeah, I agree. This God one, damn it, Q. <laughs> yeah, this one set me off. Like, this one I was not happy about. I mean, yeah, it's probably yeah. Q. Q probably voted 100 times because <laughs> he loves Destiny <laughs> He so set much. up a bot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense at all to me. I didn't understand. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one really did feel extremely bizarre and off. Yeah, and I don't know why. I guess I'm not that attached to Destiny 2. I don't really know. Maybe they are like popping off now. Like uh, more than Siege, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not my experience that they are like compared to these other games where I feel like the community support and the outreach is so much of like their story. Uh, yeah. That Siege. That, that Destiny is such a the opposite. You know. Um, so whatever, I, I don't want to linger on it because honestly, it just makes me mad. Um, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> best mobile game. Uh, that was weird. I called this one because honestly, I think this is actually a really good game. But uh, the nominees were Grindstone, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky, Children of Light, What the Golf, and uh, the winner, Call of Duty Mobile. It should have been What the Golf, right? But like every metric, everyone's talking about how great that game is. I don't know. I don't have remember. You, a, have you played Call, Call of Duty, Duty Mobile? Mobile's fine. No, it's totally fine. Have it's, you played it's it? A, it's a, yeah, I have played it. It's as good as a Call of Duty mobile game can be. It's actually, it looks great and it's fun, but it's not. That's the thing that annoys me. Are we giving it on like in terms of technical achievement, or are we giving it in terms of like actually using the mobile device as a way to tell a new story? Yeah, I don't know. That, by like, that metric, like obviously, what the golf is actually an interesting, good game. Call of Duty Mobile is like, oh, this is a fine Call of Duty game on a cell phone. 
I hear you. I mean, I think that's valid. I think that's more valid than giving Destiny two best community support. Uh, yeah, and and I will say, like when I, when I played Call of Duty Mobile, I was actually I was definitely impressed and enjoyed it. But it I, yeah, I think Call like of Duty Mobile out. Call of Duty Mobile seems very impressive to me. What the golf seems very interesting to me, and I guess it's yeah. like what what are you judging it on, right? Is it like the yeah. most impressive mobile game, or is it like the most interesting mobile game? Like what was interesting this year? And I think that. Uh, you know, I guess there's two schools of thought. I think the impressive school of thought won out this time. Uh, that doesn't always happen. Yeah, no, totally. I wasn't hugely upset. You sound really upset. No, I'm not. Uh, best independent game. Uh, the nominees were Baba Zoo, Cat, Cat Zero, Katana Zero, uh, Outer Wilds, Untitled Goose Game, and the winner, once again, Disco Elysium. We've been saying that a lot. Yeah. Again, it's not a huge surprise just because it is sort of like a easy pick, but in a way, it was a, it was a little disappointing. Bob is you didn't win just because it's so incredibly inventive and like yeah, I it think, was new. It was very new. I think the release window kind of did a lot to help Disco Elysium because it's like strong and so like immediately right, like so new that yeah. it's like oh. You know, nothing's better than this. It's like me with Apex, right? So right. easy for me to hate it because it's like far away, right? But I was so into the hype when it was new that if someone would have asked me what the best game of the year was, I'd have been like Apex Legends for sure. You know, like uh, even if you try and stay uh, away from that. Yeah, I wonder if Resident Evil Two again. I, you know, I'm realistic about it, but if that had been released at the end of the year, I wonder if it would have won maybe best action game. Yeah. I mean, I think it could have. Um, but it was right. released in fucking January, so... Yeah, never gonna win with those January games, bro. <laughs> Alright, let's keep moving, because we got a lot more of these. Yeah, yeah, uh, sorry. It's okay. This one's gonna really uh, tickle your fancy. Best ongoing game. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy fourteen, Rainbow Six Siege, and the winner, Fortnite. So I was initially annoyed by this, uh, but then I started to think, like, no, actually, Fortnite probably deserves it just for that fucking black hole shit they pulled. It was so clever and new and risky, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I like the Fortnite 2 thing. I kind of gave them a pass for that as well. I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. Like, they did something cool this year. Yeah, it was new. And it was it was new. It really was new. It's not like anything we've seen. And I will, like, Final Fantasy, I was like, please, please, just because I love it so much. But I don't know that Final Fantasy, other than just delivering quality gameplay, did anything particularly new. I think if, like, Shadowbringers was free... You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. uh, in a lot of ways, like, the expansions having a retail price point kind of, I don't want to say makes them feel, like, expected. Like, I think it's great that they're good, but yeah. it's not, like, in an ongoing game sense, it's not, it doesn't have the it's, same recognition yeah. for me as something like Fortnite or even Siege, like, really expanding yeah. on their game in that way. I totally agree. And, and like, taking big risks. I don't think if I'm going to see... They, they might be taking risks narratively and, like, artistically, but as far as business model or as far as... an actual, Like, really, the crux of the the category is ongoing business. So, yeah. while I was initially annoyed Fortnite won, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, that makes sense, actually. It makes a lot of sense. I would have been fucking furious if Apex had won, though. I would have been, too. A, because it's been around for, like, one year, and they've done a shit job of supporting it. 
But B, like putting that up against all these other games, even yeah. other games I don't like, like Fortnite, I would have been very annoyed. So I'm glad. That's not even like best multiplayer. It's like you release the map no one likes. Like, you know, and that's yeah. why I'm like so salty on it, right? Like, the, the, it shouldn't have even been nominated, really. The same thing you're saying about best ongoing is why I think it shouldn't have been best multiplayer. Because it's like, I mean, Modern Warfare has already put out more than they've put out in all of Apex. You know, like, yeah. Um, all right, whatever. Uh, Good job, Fortnite. Yeah, I think you guys actually did good this year. Yeah, this is one category I was totally okay with them winning. Uh, This, like, it makes the most sense. Games for Impact. Uh, Concrete Genie, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, Sea of Solitude, Uh, with the winner being Gris. I played none of these games. Um, My friend played Gris. I watched her play for a little bit. It looked really pretty. Yeah, I like the idea of the letters game. That's a cool concept where you just write letters to people. Oh, and I did see them. some that's of that. I didn't know it was that game. Yeah, that is badass. But yeah, that's cool. It looks. But I, I agree. I didn't play any of them, unfortunately. I want to play Gris. It, it looks right up my alley. But honestly, those aren't games I like. So, um, so yeah, that's what all. What do you mean? Uh, I don't really play these like. Uh, like even Journey, I wasn't really into. You know what I mean? Like these kind of. Uh, simple kind of like emotion drivers uh in some mm-hmm. ways even like uh what's the not limbo the inside i yeah. think it was fun to watch for a little bit but even that game i was just kind of like it had even puzzles and stuff but it was just kind of a press right game you know and it's like oh this is sad and this is scary and this is i don't know i just want more like for me like i, I like the i like the complexity and the um I like the, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I like games with a lot of moving parts, you know, and um, I understand why people like games like Gris and um, Life is Strange even, like the make choose your own adventure kind of games. Uh, I've never really found joy in them, is this, I guess. No, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I would argue it's more like, a, you know, it's like watching a cartoon short versus an entire movie, you know, it's not. It's obviously not designed to be compared to yeah. different experiences. But anyway, yeah, no, I hear you. And I also don't watch cartoon shorts, and I love cartoons. So. Okay. <laughs> you know Fair what enough. I mean? Like, because it, it, is, it is a lot, it is similar to that, you know? like where But it's, it's a lot shorter. Like, what if you just want to have an emotional experience that's, you know, 10 minutes instead of sitting down for two hours? Then, I think that's fair. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess I just don't get as... Um, it's hard for me to get as emotionally tied to uh, that ten minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I, I'd prefer the, I prefer I just prefer the the longer, more involved. Totally. That I think that makes total sense. Uh, best performance: Ashley Birch, uh, Outer Worlds; Courtney Hope, Control; Laura Bailey, Gears Five; uh, Matthew Peretta, uh, Control; Norman Reedus, and Death Stranding, with the winner being Mads Mikkelsen from Death Stranding. Yeah, my boy. I was so happy he won just because I've been watching Hannibal again, and it's like my favorite show, so I was so happy to see him win. He's so good at everything. You know what this brought to mind, though, is like just how fucking good performances in video games are now. Yeah. Because if any of those people had won, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sure they were awesome. And even 10 years ago, this was not the case. So I will say... That made me really happy. Playing Death Stranding... um, the acting is so good in that game. I yeah, mean, especially especially when they're like in that game. Especially that Mads, dude. Mads is crazy in that game. Like the the things he does in that game 
it's fucking haunting, man. And it's him. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like some CG render. Like, do it's him. And it is like... Yeah, he's the best. It's like kind of beautiful and peaceful, but fucking haunting. Like, anytime he's mm-hmm. on screen, he's great. It's really good. Um, yeah. All right. We're gonna, it, it, it really has come a long fucking way. Yeah, it's amazing. I think Kojima's yeah. responsible for a lot. Like, he's really totally done agree. a lot of that, right? Like... Uh, people really like to bust his balls and I know some people say he gets too much credit, but he really has created an an environment where, um, actors get a lot of recognition for what they do in games, making them want to do these games and, uh, interesting things to do in these games that make them. Yeah. And allowing, and allowing melodrama to be like explored in a way, uh, is I think was a huge step forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's funny because I think if you ask Kojima like what he thinks of the response of Death Stranding, how it's so mixed, I think he'd be like, I don't care, you know. And I think that's yeah. I think that's powerful, right? I think most people would be distraught that you know half the half the review sites are giving it you know fives and half of them are giving it eights. You know what I mean? Um, I think he knew. I think he knew too. That's what I mean. I think he's like, I'm not. Really, I don't care. Like that's not what I'm making it for. You know. Yeah. And um, and I think it shows. And you know, like I think when they won, I didn't remember what award. Oh, it's later on. Um, but you know, when the guy came up and was like, I hope we just get to keep making weird things. You know, I think it shows that that studio is like, let's just make things we want to make that we think are cool. And yeah. as long as we can sell them, you know what I mean? Like, like we can keep yeah, doing a, this. Like, why not? You know, an, what a privilege that is for an artist yeah. to be able to just be like, yeah, I, I, you know, I want to make things people like, but I want to be as weird as I want to be rewarded for that. And that's why the show made me so happy is because so many of these games are fucking weird as hell. And yeah. It's cool that. And you're never going to make good that. things trying to please people. Mm-mm. All right. Best audio design, uh, control, death stranding, gears five, resident evil two, Sekiro, the winner being Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Fuck yeah, that game's got dope-ass audio. Yeah, I agree. It's it's one of the first... And I think uh, Resident Evil 2 had great audio. Like, it's well-mixed. But uh, Modern Warfare's audio, especially in the campaign, is fucking incredible. It's so dialed in. It's funny. I think some of the weakness is the mix when you get into multiplayer. But I Yeah, think... we talked about that a little bit, yeah. But the actual audio, the sounds in that game are incredible and so intense yeah. you know like like this adds so much to the intensity of that game yeah Ooh, yeah i love that. that's one of my favorite things about that game is the sound design is incredible so uh, congratulations guys yeah even like the night vision goggle sounds and like all oh yeah so, yeah all right best score music uh cadence of hyrule dmc5 kingdom hearts 3 sayonara wild hearts the winner being death stranding again yeah, the only game of those I played was Cadence of Hyrule, and I love that soundtrack, but I haven't played any of the other ones, so I don't really feel... I really like Death Drowning's soundtrack. Um, yeah, I've heard it, it's awesome. And it does really cool, you know, it's like we were talking about before, like, uh, you know, in being this kind of uh, weird, um, not trying to please everyone game, and something that kind of embraced artists, you know, it kind of just... It's almost like music videos, you know. It's like got the title and the artist, like you know, like in yeah. the corner yeah, when they load up. Like, like he always does, but you know, it, uh, it, it really, it shows that it's kind of highlighting and respecting the music, right? And it kind of totally. makes you feel like you should too. Uh, yeah, or at least take note of it, even if you don't like it. Like, take note of this. It's not just a background. This is remarkable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best art direction. 
Death Stranding, Gris, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, The Winner, Control. That all seemed to make sense to me. Like, And again, I've only played a few of those games, but all those games have remarkable art design. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. They're all very different and distinct. Uh, uh, and so I was totally okay with it. I was like, yeah, if any of those had won, I would have been fine with it. This one made a lot of sense to me, too. Uh, for the same reasons, and as someone that has probably seen as much of these games as you have, uh, I wanted Sekiro to win, um, but seeing how it does uh, throughout the awards, I was like, oh, I see kind of why they didn't win this as well. Because uh, I think the art direction of Sekiro is actually probably the strongest part. Like, uh, yeah. I think the environment of this like kind of demonic Japanese village aesthetic is so cool. But I think Control looks amazing every time I see it. Yeah, and I, th- I think Link's Awakening was like a was a weird take on it that's like let's make it so everything looks like plastic toys but it totally worked and it, and it was unique that's the thing all these games whether you like the art style or not they were different and that's fucking awesome uh best narrative is our next category yeah uh plague tale innocence control death stranding outer worlds the winner disco elysium yeah that makes again that kind of makes sense uh, if Death Stranding had won, I would have been like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but again, I haven't even played it, but from what I understand, it's a remarkably awesome game, but saying it has the best narrative might be might be a I kind of feel the same if it won. I would be like, this is too much. Yeah. This is a little too, like, just yeah. too much. Like, I think there's a it's lot of places... played a Kojima that much. Yeah. Um, best game direction. So we're getting down to the last couple here. Yeah. Uh, Control, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Outer Wilds, The Winter, Death Stranding. Um, okay. I don't think I don't think <laughs> they really had a I don't think they really had a choice here, did they? Like, I mean, yeah, I guess because it's the only game that's like prominently directed this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Like in a year where we you know, had Resident Evil 2s and or Resident Evil 2s, and you, like last year where you had Red Dead Redemptions and God of Wars and all these right. like very yeah direct exactly games. that would have been a rough one yeah, uh, but none of these games that are even competing with it are that yeah. style of game you know yeah um, this so, is the only game that was clearly directed by one person not to say the directors of the other games didn't do a good job but you know what I mean like the only when it was very clearly defined like a Hitchcock movie where it's like this is very director centric. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And this, I think, was the real—I uh, don't know—the real, the real pizzazz here. The game of the year, twenty nineteen, yeah. for the game. Let me Awards. just be well before we talk about it, what did you think was going to win. I thought Death Stranding was going to win. Really? That's funny. Yeah, I thought I was quite certain Control was going to win. No, I was pretty sure it was going to be Death Stranding. I mean. Uh, kind of for the reasons we talked about before, it's weird. It's an auteur game. Even if people don't like it, it's in some ways you're almost pressured to, um, yeah, embrace the weirdness, right? Like, like, uh, like you're dumb if you don't get it. Um, yeah. Well, I was I was not leaning towards control until a lot of outlets started giving it game of the year, and not to say that like it's always a domino effect like that, but the fact that people were giving it game of the year made me think like, oh, and again. I, it's hard for me to have a thought on this because I haven't played it yet. I can't wait to play it, but I, w- I was sort of expecting it. It seemed like kind of the kind of the way they were going to go, but that is not what happened. Yeah, I think it's weird. From watching people play Control, I just don't understand where all the hype comes. I mean, I haven't played it, so I can't really judge, but watching people play it just doesn't seem that 
great to me. You know, I think it looks cool, but uh, the winner was Sh- Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Did I announce the nominees? Uh, uh, no, but I think people get it at this point. It was... Control, Death Stranding, Super Smash Brothers, Resident Evil 2, Outer Worlds. Yeah. Sekiro wins. Uh, yeah. A real dark horse. You know, I, I uh, would not have guessed that in a long time. I'm glad it won. I think Sekiro is an amazing game. Uh, I, I think it was, of all those games, I would have expected to win the least. Not because it's bad, by any means, but just because it seems like uh, it was sort of passed over. And I, I don't know, even when it came out, people were like, yeah, it's a fucking awesome, good from software game. It's awesome. But even then, people were pretty like, yeah, no, it's great. Well, it's so hard, right? It's so easy to bounce people because it's like so difficult um, that like it's a lot of people don't finish it just because it's kind of too hard to finish, you know, like uh, yeah. you really have to commit to that game. But I also think that's like the genius of it. Right. I think what, what, what these games do and what, um, what from's been able to do is really create these games that are like, um, such a testament to like the human spirit, you know, and it's so rewarding, uh, in ways that you yeah. didn't expect and create such a feeling of mastery, that is like uh, unprecedented, right? It's something I just feel like you don't get from other games. Like maybe Tetris is the only game I can think of where you really don't feel like your tools change that much, but you change so much in playing it that like you go from from nothing to this 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 machine, you know? And uh, yeah. it feels so good. It really feels so good. No, for sure. I was not displeased that it won at all. It from everything I understand about it. And yet, it's another game. I can't wait to play it. All these games... If this this award show did anything, it just made me really excited to play so many more games than I already have been. So... And that's kind of what this is all about, right? So... I was very happy that it won. Yeah. It seems like a game that deserves a lot of credit. It's fucking awesome, and it's super stylish, and polished, and amazing. Uh, But I definitely was not expecting it, just because of the sort of... Not lack of critical acclaim, you know, it was very well regarded. Everyone loved it. I think unanimously people were like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's an incredible From Software game. Uh, I just didn't expect it to kind of come out of nowhere and clinch game of the year, but I'm not I'm not disappointed at all. Yeah, I mean, I think From Software has really thrown down the gauntlet and proven that they are, like, one of the premier developers, you know, at least in this style of game. Oh, yeah. Between Bloodborne and this game uh, coming out as, like, their last two games, like... People loved the uh, the uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls games. I mean, the Demon Soul and Dark Souls games. But did I say this backwards? Dark. Okay, yeah. No, no, you said it. I right. said it right. Um, but Bloodborne going into Sekiro, it's like another tier, and it has, uh, in my mind, really elevated them as um, not this niche, like difficult game maker, but like uh, someone who's willing to challenge, like gaming culture as a whole to like give it their best and see if they can take on these games they make and uh, I think that's super cool and uh, exciting I agree the only thing I would say is that they have not been particularly experimental with like um, gameplay fundamentals like I know they, they polished everything to an incredible sheen as far as like combat goes but I would be very curious if they at some point will try sort of a different genre just just to see if those same skills apply somewhere else. I'm sure they would, but I'd be very curious to see what they do. It's weird. I totally agree and I combat. totally disagree. 
you know because I, I i see what you mean right because it's like all like sword games you know like uh like these melee yeah. combat like sword games but it's like the reality of like playing sekiro versus playing bloodborne or playing dark souls it's like they couldn't be more different you know and i like, it seems so crazy to say because they're so similar in like style and look and like what it seems like you're actually doing but like the reality of playing those games is it's just like these are as different as any two games could ever be, you know? And but what would they, what, what would they do with like turn-based combat? Like that would be so interesting. No, I agree. I agree. That's what I mean. I get what you're saying, but then when you play it, it's just like, no, these are fucking night and day. How could you say something like that? You know? <laughs> not totally. And I'm not saying they should. Or yeah. That. It's a, a negative that they haven't. I think it's some, it's, it's so cool. when someone polishes something machine. Like that's why people give Nintendo shit. Like, why do you keep, they keep releasing the same game over and over? And it's like, yeah, cause they keep making it better and better every time. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fucking awesome. I was listening to, uh, oh, who was it? I think it was Funhouse on their podcast. They were talking about how, um, Nintendo's so good at taking a game, uh, and making the new version and having it feel like the game you thought you played before, you know, like, so when you play Breath of the Wild, it's what you thought Ocarina of Time was. But if you go back and play Ocarina of Time, you realize it's it's as small as... It, like, it's just tiny. Like, it's just... It's hardly... It's it's hardly worth talking about in comparison to the size of Breath of the Wild. Right? Yeah. But when you were a kid, you were like, this is the biggest, most expansive game. I, I could do anything, you know? And then, like, they, they find a way to recreate that feeling in you. By making a game that's almost entirely different, you know, yeah, and um, and like Doom, uh, did the same thing, and I think what and what they were saying too, and what I agree with is like Doom Two, is like since they've already like banked your nostalgia, now they can kind of get crazy with it, you know, like if they put a grappling hook in Doom or One, like twenty sixteen Doom One, people would have rejected it, but since yeah. they've already like gained your trust by. Uh, by kind of massaging your nostalgia, now they can get crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that's what Breath of the Wild 2 will do as well. But, um, you know, uh, it's it's funny, like, when you talk about uh, polishing that comic, I mean, that's what I mean. I think, I think Sekiro is so different. Like, I think it would be interesting if they made another Dark Souls-style combat game because I feel like Sekiro and Bloodborne were so different than those games. Yeah. You know? But... Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to see what they do next. I think now everything they do is very exciting, you know? Um, no, I, t- I totally agree. I think, they, like you said, they've proven their chops outside of just, you know, we do this one thing. I mean, they still kind of do, but like you said, there's so much variation in it that it's almost not really a fair comparison. So, uh, well, you know... Maybe, maybe maybe they will do a Dark Souls 4. How cool would that be? That would be cool. I, although, I think we'll see... I, mean, I hope we see a Bloodborne 2, to be honest with you. I think that'd be yeah. really cool as well. Then I really gotta beat the first one. Yeah. Um, Alright, so we saw Vin Diesel. We saw Green Day. Um, <sighs> anything else you think we missed in the uh, Game Awards of 2019? I do, I do want to say that Grimes performance, and again, I'm, I'm a big Grimes fan... But that performance was fucking awesome. And it was a really nice counterpoint, I thought, to all the other performances. No offense to churches. I don't really follow them very closely. But uh, And I guess no offense to Green Day either. The whole thing just seemed like kind of a poor fit. Yeah, I, I thought Green Day was... I thought their performance was fine. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, they, th- they know what they're doing at this point. I like, thought f- they can play those two songs very well at this point. I thought it was very okay, Boomer, to have Green Day there. 
all it did, fucking... Well, it felt like the dude, what's his name, the, the main guy, it felt like he, it was just something he wanted, and he finally got him, and was like, I don't give a shit if it makes a show worse, I just want to have Green Day here. Having 45-year-old but... punk rockers play for 45-year-old game developers, you know, and games yeah. media, like, yeah. was very much, like, it was the most was out-of-touch, self-indulgent but, moment, I felt yeah. like, in the show. But I thought Grimes was a perfect fit, and I love the way they... they broader performance in a cyberpunk yeah like, that could cool. have been really lame but i thought fun. they did a i love that 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 whole thing was very on point and i think really on message and and people got their beef it, about elon musk but like it was cool to see him giving there. a standing o for your girlfriend like yeah and he was sitting next to that delightful japanese yeah woman. kumi nakamura i love yeah, her your, She's so your girl she was so cool her announcement her like what she presented was so good too but yeah you know, the fact she was sitting next to elon musk yeah. i don't know why but that just made me happy i just thought like what well, i'd love to hang out with those two like at a bar just those two in particular but having him stand up and be like i'm giving my girlfriend a standing ovation yeah. i don't care what fuck you yeah. people do i fucking love her and i think she's awesome like i was just like yeah fuck yeah man like you get it man like you do that I thought it was yeah, great. I, I loved it. I totally agree. That that whole part of it was really fun. Well, that was uh, that was the 2019 Game Awards, you guys. It was good, man. It was uh, it wasn't perfect, but it was it was full of surprises and twists and turns, and I had a blast watching it. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I had a blast watching it too, and uh, you know, I'm excited for next year. I'm excited for all the stuff we got coming out next year, and I'm super excited for what PlayStation announces because they're going to be yeah. coming soon now, right? Like now that. Now that Microsoft has like shown their cards, now what's it's it like, called? Project X. It's uh, Series X. Ugh. Yeah, it's gross. Why? I don't know. Can we talk about that for just one second? Like, why? Yeah, I don't know why. I have no. They can't do names. Let's just put it that Xbox just, One X. They just they need to chill with the X shit. They need to just chill. I think they just need to chill in in <laughs> yeah, general. Just in general. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing at all. I don't. I don't think Xbox. I like Phil Spencer. I think they're. I do too. I think they're. um, The things they're doing around games is pretty good. Uh, I think they their making of games is very bad, and I think the uh, they're kind of the way they have these platforms and put them out. I just think doesn't work, right? I. like once again, I think they're trying to make a box that's going to be the end all be all box for your all your home entertainment, and I just I don't think it's going to fly again, man. I think PlayStation's going to come out with a a good thing to play games on with good games, and that's going to win the day. You know, I think yeah, I think Nintendo has proven people don't need uh, everything out of a system; they just want to play some fun games. You know, and yeah. uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like the this did get me really excited about the future of games, and you know, and that's what this whole this kind of stupid sort of self congratulatory event is for is for people like us to get excited about playing games. And I think in that in that way, it really succeeded because I I had a blast watching. It. I had a f- so much fun watching the trailers and and seeing all my favorite games. And yeah, it was cool. It was a well designed event to get me excited about video games for 2020. I'm gonna tell you a secret. I'm always excited about games. That's so am I. I didn't even apply. It wasn't. Yeah. But I just meant. <laughs> I didn't even need all this to get excited. Okay. All right. You're a little more pure than me. I get it. I love me some video games. <laughs> all 
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you guys want to find us, techyapodcast at gmail.com uh, or techyapodcast.com for all of our links to our Twitters, our Facebooks, our Discords, all yeah, that I'd good love stuff. to hear what you guys thought of the whole the whole event, all of it. Game of the Year, everything. Yeah, let me know. I want to hear too. And uh, thank you guys. We love you. And uh, go play some games. Go play some games. Go play some games.